0: Hey, y'all, I'm Lakaya,
1: And I'm James.
0: And you are listening to the Message 24 podcast, where each week we're talking about relationships, the growing pains of being a 20-something, and pretty much everything else in between.
1: Yeah, so join us every Wednesday for our new episodes.
0: Bye, see you guys then. Bye-bye, have a beautiful time. (laughs) Okay, I'll just work on this later. Trying to do too much at once right now.
1: Trying to do two things at once.
0: Oh, always. When am I not? When am I not? All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in because if not, I'm going to just keep trying to work on this. Oh, I need to be working it right now. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of The Message 24 Podcast.
1: Yes. Super excited for this episode.
0: Yes. We're glad to have all of our new listeners here, our new supporters. I know you want to talk a little bit about... been going on for us lately
1: yeah so um i'm super grateful and just ecstatic about how we've been growing Mm -hmm. from when we started when was it back in we planned it in december of last year but we officially launched launched in april or march i
0: think it was march this year yeah March.
1: so it's been a lot of good stuff that's been happening here recently so i just wanted to highlight some of those things because i know for me i was super worked up about you know i want this podcast to be so good i want this podcast to reach so many different audiences and so many people uh, that will be able to listen in and hopefully gain some insight and grow from this podcast and so all within the last month it has been Really crazy, so one of our Instagram reels it went over a quarter million views, yeah, which <laughs> was crazy, getting notifications and seeing all that was was crazy. We really appreciate those who have been uh subscribing to the channel. We've seen some growth with that, and our views on youtube I think this this month we had five thousand views on yep. youtube, so that was a <laughs> that was really a good thing, and then We had last week, we talked about UNO. Oh, God, the people love the UNO. The real rules of UNO. And I think that one went viral and had like 60,000 views or something like that. So
0: And growing.
1: Yes, and continuously growing. So we're just really appreciative and we want to take some time to show our love and appreciation to the people who are supporting us, who are sharing our content, because without you all, it would not be a success. So, uh, oh, also, if you guys want us to talk about more, like maybe not controversial stuff, but topics that you have to really think if something is true or not, because that's <laughs> kind of what the whole you, I mean, uh, Uno thing was: is you may be doing something in your life and you think you're following the rules or going about it the right way. And in all actuality, that's not the case at all. So it could be a myth or you may not be following those things. So if you want us to talk about more, you want us to talk, uh, more about subjects like that, just let us know in the comments or whatever, because I I was shocked at how much uh, engagement we
0: got from that. Yeah. I feel like we've been really working hard and, trying to be better podcasters, like Mm -hmm. the way that we speak and the type of content that we're bringing and everything is just growing. And I feel like it was a little we've talked about that. I feel like it was a little we both felt like it was a little stagnant Mm -hmm. at a point. And that can be frustrating when you are putting so much time and effort behind the camera. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much that has to be done before we even get in front of the camera. And there's so much that has to be done after like we've already
1: Afterworld, after we after we've done work.
0: the episode,
1: yep.
0: so I'm just really grateful for that. And the podcast is growing, yes. and we have some close friends features coming up that I'm ecstatic about. Yes. There's going to be an amazing close friends feature for our podcast live show. So I look forward to sharing that with you all when the time is right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: yeah, all good stuff.
0: We love to see it. Only positive po- positivity over here. So, if you a new messenger? Just keep it cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we rock with you. We love you. Just don't be on, on no craziness. Please, please, please. All right. So, are in the DM for this week? Oh, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast, are in the DM? Essentially, is what we're going to be talking about throughout the episode. We probably will go off on a tangent a little bit but basically oh, we're gonna, go
1: we gonna go off on something we do to do
0: that anyway yeah. but that is mainly what we will be talking about for the episode so this episode is breaking up
1: yeah so kind of switching gears from all the positivity
0: <laughs> i mean but i don't necessarily think breakups have to be a bad thing
1: i okay i, I
0: see where you're coming from they can suck at first but right. for some people that might feel good so yeah. this, this could be a positive thing for sure So we're going to talk about breaking up, signs It's time to break up, friendship breakups, because I feel like nobody talks about that, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: how we've even navigated through breakups (laughs) in the past. So the reason we even got on this topic is Mm -hmm. because I noticed in the same day, Literally three celebrities had to announce their divorces.
1: Boy, the shade room had some news for
0: us. They did like back to back to back. I'm yep. like, of course, I don't know any of these people. I don't follow their relationships, but I was just like, what is in the air? Like why mm-hmm. is everybody breaking up? So the three celebrities that announced their divorce um is to me, not to me. <laughs> Tia Marie like Tia and Tamara the twins uh, her and her husband are getting divorced and they've been together for 14 years quite mm-hmm. a long time to be with somebody and then Miguel and his wife have been together for 17 years but they've only been married for 3 they're getting a divorce mm-hmm. and America's favorite boy Tom Brady and his wife are allegedly getting a divorce, getting a divorce. I don't really know if it's alleged but Everybody on the the TikTok verse predicted that they were gonna get divorced, so Mm -hmm. I don't think that one came too much as a shock. Yeah. So, oh, not you? You wrote down what happened. All right. (laughs) Let me. me, Okay. So you gonna tell us what
1: happened? No, I'm not gonna tell tell everything. But I just (laughs) looked into the different um, couples and kind of wanted to gauge. Okay, they're getting a divorce. There's headlines cool mm-hmm. what was the reasoning behind it why were they getting a divorce and so when i looked through some of the stories a lot of a lot of them were interesting so tia um and Corey, mm-hmm. their story they like people assumed that Corey was the one who had cheated of course (laughs) a lot in the comments (laughs) yeah but like her last post on instagram that i've seen uh, she says i am grateful for all the happy times we had together and want to thank my friends family and fans for your love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives and i was just doing a bunch of research and i literally did not see like either party Mm -hmm. was in fault i think it was kind of a thing of maybe they just grew apart which a and, lot
2: of people do right
1: yeah. and they decided to go, decided to go their separate ways so i I thought that was that was pretty cool that i didn't see like anything like oh well
0: cool. i i saw some stuff what'd you see people were again insinuating that he was cheating mm-hmm. but he made a point to come out and say no that's not what happened right, right so people were trying to say that and i did see him respond and be like no like, yeah, that's, that's not what happened yeah
1: and if it is what happened she's done a great job of Making it seem like that's not what happened. I
0: don't think it's anybody's business the full details of why a couple decides to separate. Right. And I also think it's crazy that the only reason people think marriages and relationships dissolve is because somebody cheated. Like right. somebody doesn't have to betray you to want to end a relationship. Are
1: you saying that's an immature form of thinking?
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be, but I think I'm like, damn, did they that cheat? That. that's what I was thinking. The honestly, first qu- I'm honestly like, damn, he done cheated on Tim. But that's not the only reason people break up. Right. So, you know, I, but that is just the first thing I think all of our minds go to. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they really owe anybody necessarily the details of why they have to disclose why they got a divorce. It's just we hey. got a divorce. Yeah,
1: like, and really, you shouldn't even have to say that. But because you're that status, a, yeah, people.
0: I, I I wonder if they do it because it would look bad if she was like out with another man they're like well ain't you married and actually no i got a divorce six months ago but nobody right. knows but also it's, it's not your business, business. <laughs> being a celebrity must be draining i do not have that desire yeah to be a celebrity that was incredibly draining like oh my Everybody's goodness on your
1: ass like 24 7.
0: yes that's ugh. okay
1: okay so did you have anything else for for them
0: no, oh, no, I'm good, I'm good
1: Okay, so Nazanin and Miguel Is that how you say there? <laughs> Sounds like Maya and Miguel
0: Indeed. <laughs> I, It's just, I don't know The proper way to say it, so
1: I thought, uh, so their story Was similar to Tia's mm-hmm. And they basically said that no one was really in fault but Mm -hmm. i just find it interesting that they were together for what is it 17 years yeah but they only were able to be married for three so it was like a maybe a quick turnaround like maybe
0: it it's also interesting because they had separated a few months back and made a huge announcement and then got back together and then separated again
1: and i was gonna say that yeah they 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 definitely did separate and yeah they got i think they they were going to watch they were going to watch i guess the opening for nope Mm -hmm. or whatever and they got caught in the uh red carpet just a few months ago yeah so the fact that they're now divorcing is just crazy so i just think it's interesting that in all of these relationships i'm not gonna go through i guess all of them but yeah the the main thing is, is that what you see versus what is happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. is just totally different even even with um tom brady situation they they were kissing all on each other but
0: never know what's going on
1: is that just for the red carpet and mm-hmm. for people to see so they think it's just this great image
0: gotta keep up keep up appearances
1: yeah yeah so I don't think they'll be able to hear that, but oh, okay. if, I'm like, I like got a motorcycle. <laughs> heard of, yeah, a motorcycle driving by.
0: I thought that's what that was. Okay. So now that we've talked about some breakups of other people that we don't know in real life and kind of yeah. dissected them a little bit. Do you remember your first breakup? Like your first real heartbreak do you remember that
1: my first real heartbreak
0: hmm I feel like
1: there were a few so
0: but like the like that it's nothing like that first one that really like it's like sometimes you'll break up with people it's like oh it sucks but that first one is like yeah I can give you a second to think if you yeah. want okay yeah. so I of course remember my first heartbreak, not because it's still an emotional subject for me, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I think when I'm going through something, I'm also like, you thought the world was going to end when this happened. (laughs) And now you don't think about this person ever. You know, I think for me, it was such a bad breakup because this person was my friend. Gotcha. This is why, if you are listening, never date your friend. Don't do it. I'm telling you, it's the worst decision ever. It doesn't work. Because if y'all were going to be together, y'all would have started out as like romantic. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know if I can totally well, agree with you on that, but
0: dating your best friend, that's stupid. Anybody I know that's ever done no. it, it never ends well. It never ends well.
1: There's There's some people that literally like, is another person's best friend, but I'm just speaking
0: from personal experience from what has happened to me and what I have observed with a lot of other people. If you have been friends with someone for years it's strictly platonic and all of a sudden y'all start getting an interest in each other. The relationship can either go really, really good. or it can end and then you don't have that person as a friend anymore. So it's like you dealing with a romantic breakup and then you're dealing with a friendship breakup. So Mm -hmm. you essentially are grieving two relationships. That's why I say it's normally not a really good idea, because if you were truly romantically compatible with somebody, I think that's what you would have led with, so to speak. So that's why my first breakup was so my, like my first real heartbreak was so hard because I had been friends with this person since like second grade. So gotcha. this is like years and years and years of a friendship. And it's like I think what what made it, what added insult to injury is because I knew this person would not be a good romantic partner, okay. but I think sometimes I'm not going to say as women, I can only speak for me. We get it in our heads that because we were friends with them and we've seen how they've treated other women, they're not gonna treat us like that. They would never treat us like that, and they will turn around and dog you out (laughs) the same way, walk you on a leash, the same way they were walking somebody else on a leash. And and that's essentially what happened to me. Like I'm I'm kicking with you. When we were friends about the way that you were out here walking girls on a leash and then you turn around yeah, and walk me it. just as hard yeah. Yeah. if not worse you yeah. know what i'm saying and i remember telling my mom and she's like i know this hurts she's like and there's really nothing i can do to like help you right. because it's not something you're gonna get over overnight like it's something that takes time I remember she, I think she not I think I remember she she made me something really good to eat and she was like I know this seems like the worst thing in the world right now you feel like you're gonna die and you can't sleep you right. can't eat I think that's the first time I ever was like depressed like I didn't want to get out of bed all I was listening to was sad songs I didn't want to go to school I was really like I cut my hair oh chopped my all my hair off like I was going through it And she was like, but in a few months, you're not going to think about you are like it's going to get easier. And then a few months after that, it's going to get even easier. And then a few months, a few months after that, you're not even going to be thinking about this person. Right. And she was absolutely right. The
1: healing phase.
0: Yeah. But I think that healing is rough. Like it's really, (laughs) I was going to say, I don't wish it on anybody, but to some degree, when you're dating, it's going to happen like you you,
1: need. You, you need gotta get to heartbreak. experience that. Yeah. and I I can agree with you when you said, um, "What did you What did you say?
0: Don't date your friends."
1: No, not uh dating your friends. It was it was something that you said like you were kind of warned mm-hmm. by the guy. Mm-hmm. And I will say this with I won't speak too much on my first real real heartbreak, but uh, no, you don't. <laughs> But, if, some, no you don't. if somebody warned you about a person, mm-hmm. don't just let it go over your head. No. Some people are probably asking, what do you mean
0: by that? You and <laughs> this, this TikTok, man, I cannot. I really cannot with you. Let it go.
1: Well, I mean it exactly what I said, so... <laughs> I had to steal that. that, You clear. I see. That TikTok sound. But yeah. uh, Make sure if you're warned, take heed to that warning. And then, secondly, I think when breakups take place or when you're really, really heartbroken, for me, I don't know if this is a guy's thing. It probably is a woman's thing, too. But
0: a people thing.
1: Yeah. A people thing. Once it happens and you are in the you basically the victim you turn Freak. into a fucking animal like well maybe maybe you didn't No, nah,
0: that shit woke the, up. i'm a, a fucking <laughs> monster okay i really be trying to like, watch my cousin up here but it woke up a beast okay i was walking people on leashes
1: okay so you you feel me now, now so, after you
0: get walked on the leash you yeah. you fit a walk yeah. other people on the leash too yeah, yeah. so
1: and not even from you coming from that that form and yes yeah yes to that too but also just like making sure that you're the best individual possible like i i started going to the gym more i started just making sure that i looked better oh i want it it almost brings a sense of just make sure i'm that like person like i'm not worried about Whatever anybody has to say, like,
0: but is that the truth? Cause I feel like post breakup, when people do all of these different things, it's kind of to show like I'm okay, like I'm good. Yeah, I got my heart broke, but I still look good.
1: Yes, it it can be mm-hmm. in a form, but it also can change your like. I would say for for me, that was the case mm-hmm. at one at one point. Yeah, but it also turned me into like, hey, I want to be a better individual. I want to be like better than I was. Like, just I'm a-
0: glad you had that experience. <laughs> I I mean that with all sincerity. I am glad you had that experience.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, it's
0: that is not. What? That is not even close to the experience that I have to show the type of person you are. I got you. You're a good person yeah. at heart. I mean, I'm a good person at heart, too. But what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I just I'm not about to do this with you. I'm not about to do this with you because you know what I mean by that. <laughs> please. Please.
1: But yeah. Um, yeah, that was all I had. No.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I think you're a good person because getting your heart broke, it can really distort your view on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I don't even think some of the stuff I was doing was intentional. It's just like I don't want nobody to get too close to me because I don't want to feel like that again. So I'm gonna just right. keep you right here. I'm gonna compartmentalize where you belong in my life, and that's it, and that's all, basically. All right, so we can go ahead and jump into our center delete segment. For the if this is your first time listening to the podcast, center the delete segment is basically where basically I'm talking real fast. Let me slow down. For sure. Let me slow down. <laughs> all
1: right, not too slow. Now you got me, damn tweaking.
0: Our send delete segment is where we basically give our opinion and our thoughts on different topics. But since our in the DM for this week is breaking up, our... St- yeah, I said our in the DM for this week is breaking up. Yeah, our in the DM for this week is breaking up. Our send delete is going to be focused on five signs it is time to break up. Number one, the number one sign that it is time to break up is if there is no trust, or respect in a relationship if your relationship lacks trust mm-hmm. stability and respect that is a train that is headed to nowhere'sville. view mm. it's, it's not going to go in there because if you can't trust anything your partner is saying to you you're going to question every single thing that they do mm-hmm. you're going to internalize everything every single thing that they do and if your partner has been untruthful in the past and now they're being truthful and you're still making them, you're still questioning them and everything that they're doing, like. You just need to
1: take a step back.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just not going to go anywhere. And that's what makes me wonder when I see people take back someone that has cheated on them. Mm -hmm. That's the thing I'm always thinking like. How do you come back from that? Because a lot of people do, a lot of people, you know, cheat on their significant others and they're able to like come back from that. And I, I've always said this and I still stand on that. Mm-hmm. If someone were to cheat on me, I would not be able to take the back right. <laughs> because one, I feel like I'm working on not trying to be be i'm working on not feeling like i need to get even with people like i need to get better so my thing would be like well if you cheated on me can i go do it and then we even like we good like you know what i'm saying but that's not Ooh, gonna fly you. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying like if women did that to men like if a guy cheated okay I, let me let me go get my get back there's no way they could handle that right. like I think it's the fact that one Just she gonna cheat. Your
1: girl then she somebody. tell you straight yeah. to your yeah. face,
0: like I'm finna <laughs> i finna- go do it. You could <laughs> you wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. handle it. And I think number- the other reason why is because that's so disrespectful to do to somebody mm-hmm. and I know that I couldn't I could never be with somebody who doesn't respect me. Right. Like that's that's incredibly disrespectful and I don't know. I don't know how people do it i truly don't and i don't want to know because i don't want to experience that but there i don't know if there is enough work in the world for someone to to cheat on you when i see like celebrities will cheat on their partners and then go have multiple children it's like Mm -hmm. how 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 do you come back from that like what type of work has to be done to navigate into to move past that and to fully trust someone who who has crossed that type of boundary
1: well i will speak i guess from the perspective of because uh, i am a christian so the only thing oh, the only thing that i can think yeah but i I'm know that
0: <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just being stupid
1: but um I'm just thinking saying. from a standpoint of forgiveness which if you truly have a sense of forgiveness you some people can forgive and move on which is fine
2: mm-hmm. like
1: or some people can forgive and stick with so I guess it's just personal preference but I, I think either way throughout that process you have to forgive that person to be mentally okay like agreed it's just how you
0: (laughs) how you move that's why when i say i speak i speak for me right i i could you can you have to to even heal from that you got to forgive the person but to forgive them and then continue to want to be in relation with that person Mm -hmm. that's a different level and I, I guess I say that for me because it's incredibly disrespectful and if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't respect me you don't respect us it's nothing like it's nothing for us it's nothing for us to move forward there will never be anything like you could say to me that would make me believe anything that you're doing
2: right.
0: so it just would be a I think a lot of times when people take back someone that has cheated on them it just kind of prolongs the inevitable breakup because mm-hmm. it's coming I've kind of, I've seen that happen. If someone, their oh, significant someone other cheats up. on them, they take them back. They still end up breaking up, like yeah. six months later. Yeah. Like you really should have just broke up then. You prolonged huh. it, thinking, okay, we can work on this. We can move past it. Nah, <laughs> you should have just let it go back then.
1: You're gonna be sick, and you're not gonna be trusting that person. No.
0: So the second reason, this is not the second reason. The second sign that it could be time to end a breakup, that phone be going off get back every episode it's a rite of passage now like every episode my, so listen
1: listen d- listen. the sound come on i have my phone on do not disturb normally yeah but now i've cut it on because i want to make sure that i answer the important calls and the important text so now <laughs>
0: <laughs> please please spare me
1: please spare me please so this is why my phone blows up
0: so it's normally phone. on do not disturb yep but, but hey, it still goes off. But, hey recently, but you because you take no. it off and of do not disturb. Yes. But it's always hey recently, on do not disturb. Hey recently,
1: I've had it on do not disturb, but now it's come back on. I have to make sure I answer your phone calls. I'm right here. phone calls. I said
0: mom I didn't hear. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that. I heard it. I didn't hear. That. What do you mean by that? I knew you were about to say that. Please. I'll, if I had a, a machine same. that I could go in your brain and like steal memories, that's one I would steal <laughs> so that you would forget that you ever heard that. Like I would pluck I that one straight out I'll of your brain. To,
1: I probably find something else that
0: and I'm a pluck that this. I love when you forget <laughs> the crazy stuff that you said to me. You be like, "What was it?" And I just be sitting there thinking like, "Thank
1: Give me some good creative stuff that we that we together come up with. I would not you call partake. that good
0: or creative. You
1: partake in some of this stuff. I do not. And you do the little you do some little cute stuff, too.
0: When I said it was cute. <laughs> 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 OK, let's get back to the topic. All so, right, all right. The second sign is you often feel alone in the relationship. So if you are the person in the relationship that constantly is the one planning dates, constantly having to call your significant other, text your significant other, and you feel like they are not making an effort to meet your emotional needs, Mm -hmm. then that is very likely a sign that it's time to hang it up, especially if you brought these things to their attention. I think it's one thing if you haven't said anything
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and if you've said something and that behavior continues, then it's like, do you care right. enough to try to put the effort in to do this? So, I don't really have much to elaborate on that. I feel like that one is pretty black and white, but if you feel like you're in a relationship by yourself, then you might as well just really be in a relationship by yourself in mm-hmm. real life <laughs> and not have to worry about another person anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So number three, I think this is an interesting one. Your values don't match up anymore, and your interest in the relationship has
1: dwindled. dwindled. Not you. I think we should. (laughs) Dwindle. I think think we should read together.
0: I think we should read. That's my Halloween voice. (laughs) It's like the Frankenstein voice. I'm just going to (laughs) stop. I'm just going to stop because. It's just not going to go well, but the voice said, no, 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 it's Dexter's laboratory. Oh, Dee Dee, the thing alert.
1: It, it sounds like you
0: don't no, want
1: like Luigi or the
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Somebody no, don't want to hear this. I'm
0: not trying to sound like Mario, Luigi. I'm trying to sound like Dexter from Dexter. Okay. Oh, Dee Dee. Man, I don't care. The people that ain't seen Dexter's Laboratory, y'all know I sound like Dexter.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I sound like Dexter. Okay. So, like we were saying, your values don't match up anymore and your interest in the relationship has
1: dwindled. Dwindled.
0: (laughs) So, examples of your values no longer matching up could be if your interest in life goals do not align like you want to have kids your partner doesn't want to have kids do you want to buy a home your partner doesn't want to buy a home is family important to you family's no longer important to your significant other Mm
2: -hmm.
0: how you want to raise your children if you want to have children those things um where
1: you want to live
0: yes yes those things should line up and if those things no longer line up then it's like well i can't force you to change I don't want you to change just for me because I don't want you to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But I think the interest in the relationship dwindling part I, I, it's interesting to me because i when i when I think about interest in the relationship, this could happen in short term relationship, long term relationships. but I normally think about it in long term relationships where people have been together for. 40 plus years and I've seen like married people say they kind of hit like a not a wall but kind of a point where everything is so routine it's like this is boring right and they have to figure out a way to get out of that rut and get out of that routine and kind of spice you know spice things up and and keep their partner on their toes so I think at some point in a relationship you could i don't necessarily think it's losing interest though i don't think think it's losing interest i think
1: it just becomes a point where everything like you said is routine yeah and i I feel like you're not gonna know what that feels like until yeah you've been in it for a long time and and not only a long time i think people get busy too yeah like yes children and just work mm-hmm. those busy schedules kind of play a part into beginning that yeah. routine kind of thing so once you have that routine going and then you're not tending to your partner making sure that you're being intentional mm-hmm. with how you date them the things that you do to spice things up yeah then that's when i think that phase starts so it's i feel like you have control of part of it, but some of it like, is you just gotta it. really be intentional, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's why I was saying I don't know. I don't I was trying to say that's the same thing as losing interest in the relationship. But maybe it's not. Maybe that when when you're losing interest in a relationship, it's like I don't even care enough to try to break the routine, try to spice this up, try to make this different, try to make this work. I think that's what maybe losing interest in a relationship looks like versus, okay, this is boring. We need to figure out how we're going to make this not boring anymore.
1: Yeah, I think losing interest kind of ties into the what you talked about previously. What was the the second one that you? So the second
0: tip was you often feel alone in the relationship.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that could play apart until you feeling alone in the relationship and just kind of losing interest at that point
0: because the other person probably has already lost interest yeah if they're not even caring enough to put in to to meet you halfway or to help meet your needs or to even try to meet your needs they probably have already like checked Checked out out. Mm -hmm. and they're just still there at that point so number four is you were only only
1: in the relationship
0: let's read it together baby. (laughs) you scared me please I'm gonna let you. Read it. you? No, 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 no. You can read it. No, no, no. What? what? I'm no, no, just no, 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 no. confused about what scared you. We read in rainbow. You read it. Cause I'm like, why is another voice <laughs> echoing? Like, what is? I'm thinking something wrong with the microphone.
1: No, that's why I tried.
0: <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Like, really?
1: I think we should, I think we should
0: read it together. Maybe. No, I think you should read. Come on. Come no, on. no, 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 no. The, the, the spotlight is yours. The floor is yours. Come on.
1: All right, so it says you're only in the relationship out of obligation. Quality versus quantity.
0: You did amazing. Thank you. I'm proud of you. But I want to read it with you. For, I don't know. No, that, that's not necessary. We don't have to do everything together. I don't think. I don't think that's necessary. I disagree. All right. Well, we can agree to disagree. What do you mean by that? <laughs>
1: Oh, it's been a long day today. I can't wait till we can get this uh, this good food.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to eat and you playing around. So basically, if you are in a relationship with somebody, with somebody because you have invested so much time that you feel like you can't afford to like just let it go, but you aren't actually happy in the relationship, it's probably a sign you should hang it up when I think about this, I think about people who have been married for 30, 40, 50 years and they get a divorce.
1: And that's the craziest thing. to That me.
0: is so but you know how fed up you got to be like to
1: let it all go.
0: Yes. And then to release that fear of, well, what if I never find anybody else? But you don't even care. You just don't want to be in that relationship to be happy. Yeah. And you want to put yourself first. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that. They're like, We've been we've been doing this for so long. But if y'all have been married for 10 years and you were only ever happy for six months in a mm-hmm. relationship, what's the point of staying in the relationship? Right. But people I think just get caught up so much on the time side. We just put too much time in this. You're just going to keep spending time into a relationship that doesn't make you happy when you could leave that relationship and be happy with yourself or go and maybe be happy with somebody else.
2: Mm -hmm. There's
0: people out here I saw on TikTok. It was an 80 year old man that got married. There is there. I don't think finding love has an age limit on it. You can find love at any time in your life.
1: I think people are afraid of taking that leap Mm-hmm. of change. Like life-changing decisions just scares people and they'd rather sit in a mess versus take the necessary steps to change.
0: Well, I think it, I I get why it's scary because it's the fear of the unknown. Like if you haven't been if you've been married for, or if you've been in a relationship, if you've been in a relationship for 10 years and then you decide to leave that relationship and you start dating again. Dating looks very different than what it looked like when you were dating 10 years ago. Yeah. Like the way people meet each other now, it, it looks different. So that's kind of, excuse be scary. And then it's you also can hear about people saying the dating pool is trash, like it's nobody out here, it's nothing. So it's really easy to just be like, OK, well, I'm going to just sit. This isn't great, but uh, I guess it's better than having nobody
1: yeah that I, sort of thing when you said that i was coming from a mindset of fuck that but <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck that
1: but th- that's coming from a state of mind of how i am now mm-hmm. and that that took time to to get there to get there but for certain people you may have different options kids are a huge thing yeah. so you may not want to jump out of that so i'm coming from a, a standpoint of being single with no kids so yeah. it's, uh, it's a lot it.
0: easier to to, to just it. say that you know. yeah but when you add in if like people own businesses together they own a mm-hmm. house together that's a lot of like layers that
1: to split up and to
0: yeah y'all, what if like what if y'all have the same friend group mm-hmm. can you still hang out with the friends you know like it's so many layers of things yeah. that, that go into that so mm-hmm. I can see why it could be difficult for people but that's definitely a sign that maybe it's you know hang it on up you know it's okay and then lastly these are not all the signs that you should break up there are many 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 more signs but these are just the, the top five normally and last but not least we have you're not the best version of yourself and this could be a kind of sign that's a little bit tricky or difficult to identify if it's you or if it's or if it's the relationship, but you really have to kind of be honest with yourself when you're you're asking this. I do think there are points in our lives where sometimes we don't feel like the best version of ourselves and it's okay. Do I not feel like the best version of me because of something I'm not doing Mm -hmm. or is it the relationship that's kind of making me feel less of who Who I am, that sort of thing. And I saw that some questions you can ask to try to help yourself figure out, is it the relationship or is it you? You can ask yourself these questions. Does your partner compliment your personality? Is your partner also the best version of themselves? Yeah. Because if ni- if neither, neither, is it neither or neither? Neither.
1: I think it's neither. Neither, neither of you? Ni- if neither of.
0: If neither of you. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Yo. Yo, please, please, please,
1: All right, I'm, done. If, I'm done. I'm
0: done. I'm going to say if neither of you are the best version of yourselves, then it potentially could be the relationship that is making both of you feel that way. Hmm. And then does your partner have a positive influence on you? Or are you dating someone that's incredibly negative? That's huge. Yeah. That that's that is huge. Yeah. And is their negativity influencing you and causing you to be negative? And that's why you don't feel like the best version of yourself.
2: You
1: just nailed it right on the head. <laughs> I and going back to a previous breakup that I had. That person just didn't have much substance, but I also noticed like the the negativity mm-hmm. that they brought, yeah, it impacted me, yeah, and I think that just goes not even from a relationship standpoint. I am huge on and I feel like you are the same or similar i'm a I'm huge on negative energy not even being placed in in my area if you i know that people have issues people have problems things like that and i'm willing to listen to those issues and problems Mm -hmm. but if you are creating problems and creating issues and creating a bunch of negativity i will not associate myself with a person who is continuously doing that and pushing that and almost bring me into that yeah um so
0: that's an that's an interesting point Mm -hmm. because i also saw on twitter this thing and it's like i can't i should have saved it but it was like sometimes this is like talking to your boyfriend and it's like sometimes when i'm upset I don't want you to give me advice and a step-by-step guide to help me navigate this. Sometimes I want you to sit and cry and be upset because you see me so upset. I and I can relate to that and feel that way. And I think it's because I don't. I, apparently, it's a guy thing because I'm not the only one that feels this way. But if a guy's girlfriend or his wife or whatever comes to him crying. Their first reaction is like, okay, you need to do Less this, to do this, 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 <laughs> yeah. this. When it's like, dang, I know what I need to do. I just want you to just be so upset because I'm upset. But that's really negative. Like I don't, I don't really want you to be crying because I'm crying. Because yeah. I'll be like, damn, this is about me. This is not about you. It's, <laughs> it's just a funny thing to think about that men, when their significant other is down, their first reaction is like, well. You're going to sit here and this cry. Is, or you're going to do this.
1: This is what we can do. Yes. Let's solve. Let's, let's, let's take some do,
0: action steps. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. And I am that person. For my, honestly, I'm working on that because I have been that person for my friends. When they're coming to me and something is wrong, I'm like, okay, suck it up. Like You need to do this, 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 this. But I'm learning. People also really do need to like feel how they're feeling mm-hmm. and sort through that instead of just suppressing it and jumping straight into to working on it. So I am normally that person. If you're going through something and you really need a game plan to figure out what's going on, I'm your girl. And if you want to call me and just cry for a little bit, I always ask. I said, are you you calling me to vent or are you calling me to ask for advice? Because I'm going to put on two different hats when I right. do that. But I just thought that was funny that, you know, it seems like a good majority of guys can can be that way.
1: And that's true compassion when you actually listen and feel what they're feeling Mm -hmm. and just allow them to feel that that's kind of the definition of compassion yeah but at the same time we want to get you to us we want to turn that compassion to get you to a solution
2: so
0: yeah and i also think compassion can have limits it's like that sounds so bad that sounds so bad but i'm saying it's like if you keep coming to me crying about the same thing, it's getting old. I really need you to like figure it out. Right. Depending on what it is, of course, but it's like if every day you cry you hate your job.
1: Switch jobs.
0: You know what I'm saying? If you were if you don't like your coworkers.
1: And that's why I don't want to hear all that.
0: Leave it. You that's, know what I'm saying?
1: That's why I don't have many that
0: ideas. to me is like that's when it becomes negative to me. Like, you could we could talk about it a few times, but if every other week you calling me crying about the I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, please because mm-hmm. now you draining me. Now mm-hmm. I'm drained. Like, I really need you to figure it
1: out for me. It don't take about two,
0: See,
2: <laughs> two good times.
0: <laughs> I, I try to hold as much space mm-hmm. for my friends as I possibly can. and I don't ever want them to feel like I'm judging them because it's not my place. I'm not God. I don't have I can't judge nobody like I can't judge nobody, but I will just be like, okay, are you like, are you done venting? Like, do you want to hear what this looks like? Mm -hmm. And it's just like if you keep crying to me about the same thing, that's insanity. Insanity is literally doing the same thing every time and expecting a different result. And it's like, you clearly like this. It can't be that bad because you keep doing it. <laughs>
1: and you're still, you're still staying there yes. in that situation. And you're not taking any action steps other than complaining.
0: Yeah, you like it. Right. That's what I mean. You've like you, you got to like it. Uh, there's it's has a to be a part of yeah. you that likes it a little bit. Because why Cause are you, you still hate there?
1: If you hate something so bad to where it's driving you up a wall every single night, every
0: day, all the time. Well, you know, I kind of hate school but i don't hate it all the time but
1: you (laughs) yeah i feel like you still are able to enjoy it (laughs) i
0: enjoy certain aspects even
1: even if you do hate it you are constantly making an effort every week
0: to get out of that yeah i'm trying to get through it like i'm i'm trying but there's an action plan still yes that's true but every week come on you like it a little bit because when me right here if i don't like a job (laughs) I got to go. I don't care. I'm
1: good as gold.
0: Good. Ain't no two weeks. Nothing. Yeah. I would
1: not. I will give a not even a day's notice. You gave
0: an hour notice. I ain't never. I ain't never done. You know what? I have. (laughs) (laughs) I have done that two times, actually. You. But it's like, because what's the point in staying there? It's no point.
1: I mean, why, why would I be unhappy for it? Another two weeks.
0: Exactly, and a job will drop you, and they don't care that you got bills to pay. They don't mm-hmm. care that you got a family to feed. So why do you care? They're gonna be short a person. They don't. That that wheel is gonna keep turning. They're gonna keep making money whether you dare or not. So if you really hate your job that much, just get another one. Like, please. So next, I feel like I want to touch on it a little bit because I don't feel like people talk about it enough when they talk about breakups they don't really talk about friendship breakups
1: these are the tough ones
0: yes and honestly i feel like friendship breakups are worse than romantic breakups they can't be <laughs> why are you li- I mean, maybe it's different because you're a guy but i think
1: i'm sure i'm sure I mean, from other guys it
2: could be
0: yeah but i think it's like Because when you go through a romantic breakup, your friend is who you lean on. But it's like if you don't have a friend anymore, who do you talk to? Like, you know, you just got you don't have your romantic partner. You don't have a friend to talk to. It's like Mm -hmm. you don't have anybody. And I've always really wondered why friendship breakups hurt so bad, because I've gone through I've gone through two or three significant friendship breakups in my life, and they really do take a long time to, like, get out of. Because when I'm best friends with somebody, we do everything together. So mm-hmm. it was really hard to transition from I do everything with this person. I'm so close with their family to not talking to that person. It's really hard. And I needed to know for myself, why do friendship breakups hurt so bad? Mm-hmm. So what I learned is a lot of times when friendships end, it's not because of some big like argument or somebody just did something terrible out. Like, that's not to say that that isn't why some friendships end, but most of the time it's not the case.
2: Right.
0: It's just like you were in a completely different phase of your life as the other person, and you're growing in two different directions, and that sucks it's, yeah. That hurts. I think it would make it easier to get over a friendship breakup. Has somebody done something to just betray you?
1: Right. If there was sort a of like a significant reason, yeah, of but going then, your separate ways.
0: Yeah. It w- it would. I think it would make it easier to be like, oh, you know, like forget this person, like whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to think about the fact that it's no, like we just are not on the same page. Like we're growing apart. That is a really, really hard realization to come to. Because you can't, nobody's really at fault.
1: And it's almost tough to, because now that you're mentioning that, I'm like, I've never had a friend break mm-hmm. And I have. You have. And now I'm just realizing it. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's almost like I'm going to be honest from a man's standpoint. I mean, you don't even want to it's something that you don't really want to recognize. Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: Yeah. So. It, it is. And it's like because nobody's at fault So I think sometimes having somebody to blame for something makes it easier than the fact that no, like it just it just went away and and Mm -hmm. that sucks. And I also think people don't talk about friendship breakups the way we talk about romantic breakups. Everybody can can tell you, you know, a, a heartbreak like that, but nobody really talks about what it feels like to lose a friend and it's like you really if it's a really good friend, you really have to grieve the loss of that person. Mm -hmm. And because nobody talks about friendship breaks, breakups, it can make it hard to want to talk to another friend about it, you know, because it's like.
1: Especially hmm. a non close friend.
0: Yeah, especially if that person was the only close friend you had. Number one, that's terrible. But number two, if you if you do have another close friend, it's like you want to be able to talk to them about it, but you don't want them to feel like they're also not important in your life. It's like, well, you sit over here crying about this person. I'm still right here. So I feel like a lot of times people keep friendship breakups in. But I think my first friendship breakup I didn't have anybody to talk to because it was just me and that person, so it was really, I just had to sit with it. And then making new friends is really hard. Making good friends is really, really difficult to do, so I don't think, because there's not like an app for meeting a best friend, or actually I think there might be now, but it's still difficult. It's difficult to make make good friends. And something else I will say I was learning about this when I was working on the outline for this episode, but then I also heard it on another podcast that I listened to A lot of times in friendships, we don't outline and say what we need from our friends, and it's really easy for people to not meet expectations because you haven't outlined exactly what I need from me as a friend kind of the way that we do in relationships
1: yep yeah, it's almost like it's a unspoken promise
0: yeah but then you get upset when someone doesn't show up for you the way that you needed them to but you never told them what you needed from them in the, in the first place you know what I'm saying
1: not you you're not giving you're not doing the proper communication no is, but it's it's weird though, yeah, because when know, I think about it, I don't, I've never stated that. No. What I need from, I don't know, from from my standpoint, it could be a lack of communication or just, I don't know. But it, it holds truth. It, holds it truth.
0: does. I asked my friends that yesterday when I thought about it, I'm like, what do you need for me as your friend this season of your life because mm-hmm. all of our lives are different. So what you needed for me some of my friends I've been friends with 10 plus years. So what you needed for me 10 years ago probably looks really different than what you need for me right now. So right. let me just check in with you and do that. So then me not meeting your expectations or you not meeting my expectations isn't well it still could be a thing if you if you don't meet them, but at least they have been outlined. So if you do something or if you don't do something, I can say, well, hey, I did tell you I needed this from right. you versus you didn't do something, but you didn't know I needed you to do it. And then it.
1: you get mad. Yep.
0: Yeah, You. but how can I get upset if I never told you I needed it? I guess some things we would think would just be like common yeah. you know, knowledge, but all of us grew up differently. So mm-hmm. what is common to me might not be Uncommon. common to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the last thing I'll say about why friendship breakups suck is because you don't really know the terms and conditions of the breakup. It's like we aren't angry at each other. So do I still tell you happy birthday? Do I still tell you Merry Christmas? Do I still speak to your family when I see them? Because we're not upset, but we just kind of have. Grown apart, like, do I still follow you on social media? Like, I think it's so many weird things that you kind of that are not explicitly stated with a friendship breakup. Because, like, if it's a romantic breakup, of course, I'm not following you on social media, of course, I'm not going to tell you your birthday, of course, I'm not going to tell you Merry Christmas, of course, I'm not going to tell you these certain things. Like, I'm not going to do that. If I see your people, I'll speak to be respectful, but am I going to be going any further than that? No, but if you were friends with somebody and y'all just kind of grew apart. It's weird trying to figure out, do you still do those things? Do you still have a close relationship with their family, even though you don't have a close relationship with them anymore?
1: Yeah. And I I think when I was listening, I think it depends on what exactly y'all's relationship was. So Mm -hmm. like you said, I didn't even think about family or other parties being involved. Yeah. But I think from my standpoint, which i can't speak for all men but i would say that's that gets to overthinking it a little bit just because if i want to like i just don't look that deeply into following you know one of my boys Mm -hmm. or not following them like yeah i don't know if we take it that personal per se like if we see that you posted for your birthday and we've grown apart i'm gonna still tell you happy birthday.
2: Mm-hmm. That,
1: that may just be for me having a kind spirit but i'm not about to go out my way if i see that it's your birthday and i knew it was tight at one point mm-hmm. and i literally see it i'm not gonna be like scroll past or not like the picture or yeah. whatever it may be uh, so i don't i don't know if we think about it in those terms mm-hmm. um but what was what was it? I think you said something else.
0: About their family? Or telling them, like, happy birthday? Their or? family,
1: uh, happy birthday. What the, uh, you say is a little bit of confusion about what that,
0: Well, the terms and conditions terms and of and the conditions. friendship dissolving. What what are, what are they?
1: Yeah, and I, I, I still would agree with you, though. It is a bit weird because you're like, okay, even though we're not thinking about maybe the social media side of things, Yeah, we may be thinking about are we still going to hang like it's more of the are we still going to hang out should i invite them to this yes things like that so i i, I still agree with you on, on some level
0: so it makes that. it tricky but i even think if if i was friends with somebody and we just grew apart i still love them i still wish the best for them but yeah. do i want to sit them my social media with their new friends maybe not especially if i haven't made new friends which isn't the best way to be but that's just like a realistic thing if you were super close with somebody and they just stopped making an effort for your friendship but then you see them buddy buddy with somebody else on social media that might hurt it it probably would hurt a lot so it's like i don't really want to see that i'm not angry with you but i don't want to see that for my own mental health like i don't want to to see that so I mean
1: I I I can't agree with that portion of things but I feel like that's okay. Yeah, it, it it's okay. You to, also are a man discuss. so right. I, it
0: that looks different but that's something because I've gone through a friendship breakup before like that it does not feel good to to yeah. see that and it's like well if you were my girlfriend like we were dating each other of course, I wouldn't want to see you with. Nah, of course, I don't want to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want to see those things. But people don't really talk about it for friendship it's breakups. Ki-
1: what you're saying is it's very clear what yes. the terms and conditions are. Yes. When you go through a breakup with a partner versus a
0: friend. Yeah. Okay. So I it's it, it's very different. So it's like, do I take our pictures down? Do I? You know, like, do I not tell stories about the stuff that we? It's just so, it's just so many things that people don't talk about, and that is why they suck so bad. Gotcha. That that from what the re, the research I've done, because I need to know, because a friendship breakup hurt real bad, like real. Romantic breakups hurt too, but a friendship breakup, I don't wish that on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and again, guys could be different, but I'm telling you, I don't wish that on anybody. So, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here really quick. We are going to move into our Help Center segment. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, a Help Center segment is basically where we give advice or tips for whatever it is we've been talking about this episode.
1: Yep. And I think it's good still to highlight that we are not like experts on this. By far.
0: Yeah. <laughs> By far. But we've been through things. We're doing our research. We're learning. We're growing. So, we're just sharing what we've learned.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, These are three tips that I found for how to get over a breakup. And these are also things that I personally would do or recommend for getting over a breakup as well.
1: Can we read these together? Can we read one together? One. Okay. Let Let go of of the the time time spent spent and and allow yourself to to grieve grieve the ending ending of the the relationship. relationship. That just made me want to kiss you. Are you happy? Just made me want to kiss you. No.
0: No, that's an air kiss. Oh no, <laughs> that's enough. I think it's enough for now. So <laughs> this goes back to the quality versus quantity thing. If you just keep thinking about how long you were with somebody or how long you were friends with somebody, it can make it really hard for you to come to the fact with that that relationship is done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I also think But it is, at the same time, important to recognize the time you spent so that you can grieve that relationship. It's I think people think about grieving as in death, but you can grieve a relationship because the relationship has ended and it's also possible with friendships to grieve what a relationship used to look like. You can still be friends with and that's something I learned in therapy. You can still be friends with somebody, but the friendship looks very different. Like yeah. the the friendships that I've had with my like my my core group of people has always been super close. I can come to your house, you can come to my house. We have been sleepovers, movie nights. Mm-hmm. We do everything together. But because we're all adults, we have jobs, we have school, we have kids. Right it doesn't look like that it's gonna change yeah and that it, heart it sucks it does not feel good but that's just the reality yeah
1: you're never gonna get whatever no. time you have right now yeah you're never getting that time back so you gotta literally take yeah. advantage of it and yeah it does suck
0: it, it does and you have to allow yourself to grieve that Mm -hmm. And that's okay, and it's weird grieving a a part of a relationship when you still have that relationship, but that's just the reality of what it is. And I thought it was crazy that I felt that way, and it took for somebody to validate me and say, no, it looks really different. It's not, I don't know what we thought it was going to look like. I don't know if we've ever, like if you put expectations on that, but it's kind of like when you were a kid. You go outside and play with your friends every day, and then one day is the last day you ever played outside with your friends and you never thought about it.
1: Yeah. You know? Until after the fact.
0: Yeah. So it it's just one of those things. Yeah. And then number two, which kind of plays into number one as well, you should allow yourself to feel how you feel. And don't really suppress your feelings if if you if you're hurt, if you feel lonely, if you Feel betrayed if you feel angry, you know whatever feelings you have, you should allow yourself to feel them because bottling bottling them up and pretending you don't feel that is only gonna make it a harder grieving process to get through. I guess. And then also, you should share how you feel with a therapist. If I recognize that not everybody has access to affordable therapy or therapy at all. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make note of that when saying that. But if you don't have that, at least talking to a, a trusted friend or a family member or somebody that is going to, you know, really listen to you or give you sound advice
1: and not tell your tell your business and yeah. laugh behind your back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And make you feel bad or feel up, you know, feel a type of way, especially like I was saying before, if you were coming to someone to talk about a friendship breakup, some people might think that's like outrageous, but it's because right. they never thought about it themselves. Like, like, wow, like, no, all of us to some degree, well, actually, I still have friends. I've been friends since elementary school, mm-hmm. but not all of my friends from elementary school, I'm still friends with now, so it's different, but at least just trying to find someone who you feel safe with and you trust right. to kind of talk about that and navigate that. And then lastly, this is like one tip, but it has several parts. And these are things that I have had to do to get over romantic bre- breakups, friendship breakups, all of the above. Find a hobby.
1: Yes. Do something that you enjoy, that'll take your mind off everything.
0: Yes. Eat foods that make you feel good. You know, I'm always say that. <laughs> that eats you something good, like some good. Comfort food, like something that's gonna make you feel at home, something that makes you feel safe. I don't think a lot of people think about the fact that we all, most of us have a meal that makes us feel that way. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody's lived experiences are different, but most of us have that. We can think of something like that your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa, somebody would make that's like, this makes me feel so good. And that's something you could do. I'm not saying you do it every day, but don't go overboard. <laughs> yeah, don't go overboard. But do it. Yeah. And lastly, this is subjective, but maybe you shouldn't follow them on social media.
1: Yeah, if social media plays a, a part of your day-to-day life, some people, some people don't even. Some people are on social media. Some yeah. people are not. So, some people I, I don't would care. care yeah some people don't care.
0: but, but if you're gonna be on social media stalking them seeing are they dating somebody else seeing what they looking like seeing that they have new friends are they treating them better than they treated you you're just gonna hurt yourself
1: oh and it could even because let's just let's say social media cool or just like in person stuff too like yeah in their surroundings or just in areas that you know they would be mm-hmm. if it's just not If y'all have went y'all separate ways, I've broken up. It's probably best to kind of you stay on your side, they stay on theirs.
0: At least for a period of time. Mm -hmm. At least if it's super fresh, I don't want to like you wouldn't want to run into that person. So all of those things are subjective. And if you know it applies to you, it applies to you. Mm -hmm. And again, these things can also uh, apply to friendship breakups, not just romantic breakups. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so i just wanted to end it with that that's all i got for help center what about you
1: no that was that was good i added I'm two cents every every uh time you dropped so, <laughs> um, i am content i'm not full
0: yes i'm ready so content. let's wrap this episode up <laughs> Thank you to all the messengers who have been listening f- uh, to us from the beginning and thank you to all of the new messengers that we have now. Yes. We're about to eat. You know what I'm saying? We got a good pot roast, some scalloped potatoes, some mm-hmm. honey butter cornbread, some collard greens. and We got to go. Let
1: me just tell y'all something. I am super spoiled.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Because <laughs> she didn't threw down in the kitchen and I'm ready.
0: He's a very spoiled man. Yes. Okay. Yes. But alright, it's Wednesday. It's I lost my train of thought. I'm so ready to eat. <laughs> um... You almost, you almost there. That's what I was trying to say. Friday is almost here. Just keep going. you almost there. And we will see y'all right here next Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast.
0: If you enjoy this episode and want to see our faces, be sure to head over to the Message 24 pod YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. See you next week.